Okatov, we are on Mizmor Yudtet. And the Mizmor today is, is a little bit of a famous one. Some people may know it. It's a beautiful Mizmor. Honestly, maybe one of the most beautiful Mizmorim. I, I think everybody will appreciate this Mizmor uh, tremendously today. A psalm about creation, a psalm about the Torah, and a psalm about men. We're going to have those three topics in our, in our Mizmor today. Creation, Torah, and men. Okay? Lam Natseach Mizmor Le David. To the conductor, a song by David or for David. Pasuk Bet. Hashamayim Mesaparim Kevod El. Umaase Yadav Magid Harakia. The heavens speak the glory of God, and the sky, the Rakia, Magid Maaseyadav tells us the work of his hands. I, I, I reordered the words there to make it easier yes. to translate, okay? The heavens speak the glory of God, and Rakia speaks the work of God's hands. What does that mean? It means that all of the. whatever Hashem has created, they themselves are confirming the creation of. Yeah, I want you to look. There's another Mizmor. Whenever the, 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 what it means is that by looking at the heavens and you see the glory of God's work, it, that, it's as if it's speaking about the glory of God. Now, do they actually talk? No. The Mizmor is going to but be explicit. By their actions, they're talking to us. By their actions, they're talking to us. Exactly. Beautiful. So now, look at, look at Mizmor number 8. Look at Pasuk 4. This is a very similar Pasuk. This is more 8, Pasuk 4. When I see the heavens, the work of your hands, I realize what is man that you should even recognize us. Because we're nothing. So this is a classic theme in Tehillim that David looks into the heavens and he sees the glory of the heavens and he's humbled by the greatness of God. Because the heavens... They speak and they sing the beauties and the cre- and the, the greatness of God more than anything. Okay? Day after day, the, the saying is conveyed. And night after night, the understanding is rendered. Now, what is this being taught? What is this talking about? It's saying... In short, that every single day you could look into the heavens and you could see the greatness of God. There, there are many interpretations for this pasuk, but I think the Peshat is that it's saying that every day you see the same thing. And not only that, you see there are different elements in the night and in the day. So in the day, you could, we're typically more awake. Our, our, um, our mood is less sensitized. So light, you can, more visible. At night... We have a different kind of understanding. Right. You, look into, you look at the stars and it's quiet and it's peaceful. It's a very different grandeur that you notice than the day when you see the sun shining. Okay? And, and they're, they're a little bit different. In the night you may come to deeper appreciations. In the day you may come to more joy. There are different moods that each... Gives you more energy. Day that, gives yeah, more energy. Day, day, more energy. Your, night is more tired, but yes. it's more, it's more uh, subtle. It's more quiet. So these are all uh, the differences between the, the inspiration of the day and the inspiration of the night. 
Pasuk Dalet. And Omer Vendevarim Belinishmakolam. But there was no talk, there's no saying, and there are no words. Belinishmakolam. The voice is not heard. Meaning here the Mizmor is saying it explicitly. Not it's not like they're speaking to us. We're not this, we're not talking we Yeah, we're not talking about the, the sun all of a sudden opening its mouth. Yes. There's no such thing. We're talking about the fact that just gazing and appreciating the nature of the world brings a person to appreciation of God. Okay? Now, let's see. Hey. Chapter 19, verse 5. Pasuk 5. The influence has gone throughout all of the land. Now the word kavam is actually a difficult one. That kavam seems to... I think it means something like the border. Meaning their, their line is gone. Their line shoots the out to all the earth. Meaning from wherever you are on the earth, you can appreciate the glory of... What, what's sending the line? The heavens, right? Because the no heavens relation, is the subject. No, to cover, right? no, that's from the word tikva, mm. which is hope. hope. And this is from the word kav, okay? which means a line or a string. Uh, their words go to bikset tevel. What is tevel? End, end of the world. The end of the world reach their millehem. Mila is what? What's a mila? Not a brit mila. It's not like a word? A word, yeah, a word. Mila. Okay? So to the edge, because we said it's not real words, but it's through their behaviors, through the glory, we recognize God's greatness. So it's as if they're speaking to us. How do you translate Tevel? Tevel is the earth. Is the earth. Tevel is the inhabited earth. That's what it specifically means. Lashemesh sam ohel bahem. And then in the heavens, what did God do? This is it. He set a tent for the sun. He put a tent for the sun. Now that's a flowery description. Yes. Of because the next, the next part of the Mizmor is going to talk about the glory of specifically the sun. As opposed to the rest of the heavens. So he said, their line goes out to the whole world. Their words go out to all of the inhabited earth. And the sun is there. And he puts a tent for the sun in the heavens. Okay, so the sun is in a tent in the heavens. Fine. Pasuk Vav. We'll see, but the, the, the sun, the sun in, in a, is going to be discussed in the next few Psukim. You'll see what the metaphor is. It's coming up. It's very clear. Pasuk Vav. And the sun is like a chatan who is coming out of his chupa, out of his covered area. Yasis, he's joyful. He's joyful like a strong man to run its course. So what is the tent reference probably to? It's the night. Probably to the night or something. Yes, he's exactly. covering the light he cover, of the, he covers the light of, of the, the sun, sun. But then when the sun starts to come out, he's in, it's coming out with excitement and joy. Yes, and it's coming out like a, sun, like a chatan that's energy. coming out of its, its, uh, its, its chupa to sing and to, to be joyful like a strong man running its course. Pasuk Zayim. Mikseh HaShamayim Motsa'o. Its orig- origin is from the edge of the heavens. Utkufato Al Ketzotan. And the end of its cycle is at the ed- other edge of the heavens. 
Okay. So from one edge of the, ev- the heavens, the, the sun starts. From one end to right? the other. And it goes to the other end. And nobody can hide from its warmth, from its light. Can't run away. Can't run away. Isn't that another glorious thing about God? You look at the sun and appreciate the grandness of the sun and how nobody can hide from its light. That's, that's uh, something that speaks the glory of God. All of a sudden, this means more. In the next pasuk, changes. the topic changes. And we're no longer talking about the glory of the heavens and how they speak of the glory of God. Torah. Now we're talking about the glory of the Torah. So we'll read the Psukim and then we'll analyze what's going on here. And there's actually a little bit of a secret that uh, uh, in this Mizmor that I think it's going to excite you all. Pasukhet. Torah meshivat nafesh. The Torah of Hashem is perfect. It restores the soul. Edut peti. The testimony of the Lord of God is true and it makes the, the innocent, the simpleton, wise. makes him wise. Wow. The precepts of the Lord are upright. They make a person happy. The precepts of the Lord make a person happy. The instruction of God is pure. It opens and it lights the eyes. By the way, in the Shira Shirim, if you want to see uh, how sophisticated this Mizmor is, in Shira Shirim, the sun is described as being bara, as pure, bet resh he. So if this is a consistent uh, theme to describe the sun, so here the Torah is being described as bara, and we know that the sun is constantly described as being bara. So you see the connection? Energy. The sun, energy. The sun from the previous part of the Mizmor yeah. is kind of being now compared to the Torah and this Mizmor. They're both pure. Yeah, no one can hide from it. What? No one can hide from it either. There's some, there's some uh, deep metaphor there between the sun and the Torah. The fact that it... it me'irat enayim. Look at, look at the other... Look at, look at this. Me'irat enayim. What is me'irat enayim? No, this one's explicit. Look at Pasuk Tet. Me'irat enayim. What does it mean? Me'ir. It, it lightens the eyes. What does the sun do? It gives eyes, it gives your light you to, to the eyes. You have to close your eyes. So the Torah is being compared to the sun. And another, um, there's another pasuk that equates the Torah with happiness. There is a light for the tzaddikim. And for those who have a straight heart, there is joy. That's in Mizmor number 97 of Tehillim. Okay. Pasuk Yud. Fear of the Lord is pure and endures forever. The judgments of God are true and all of them are righteous. All together they are righteous. Yahdav is together. And now we're, we're describing the, the precepts of the Torah with even more detail. They are more precious than gold and than quantities of fine gold. But they are sweeter and honey, benofet <laughs> sufim, and the juices of ripe fruit. Wow. Okay, so on the one hand, they're valuable like gold. On the other hand, they're edible also, and they taste yeah, good. Sweet. So they, they, you can enjoy them with all of your senses. Your servant is mindful of them. Your servant is also careful of them. And bishomram, and when he keeps them, or when I keep them, there is much reward. There is much benefit. Aikev is things that come because, right? Things that come as a result. So the things that come as a result of me keeping them are rav. They are very much. 
So when I keep them, there's very much reward. Shigiot miavin, ministarot nakeni, who can discern my errors from private sins, please cleanse me. Meaning David is saying, I don't know all the sins I do, because a lot of the sins are in my heart. But Boreolam, he knows the sins of my heart. So please cleanse me from the sins of my heart. And why is David Amalek all of a sudden talking about this? He stopped talking about the Torah and now he's begging God or he's asking God to cleanse him of his sins. What's going on? What's the, what's the, how is this, he's more organized. He is inspired by the greatness of the Torah and he's inspired by how just and beautiful the laws of the Torah are. So now he wants to keep them and he wants to make sure he's keeping them perfectly. That's the, yeah. Keep your servant away from sinners. Alim sheluvi az etam. Don't let them rule over me. Then I will be pure as etam. Etam is a is a is a conjunction of ehietam. I will be pure. Okay. So do not let them rule over me, so that I can be pure. Veniketi mi arav, and that I will be clean of great transgression. Let my, the will of, let my, uh, the words of my mouth be desirable to you. And the thoughts of my heart be before you also desirable. God who is my rock and who is my redeemer. Okay. So the basic progression of Mizmor is very simple. It's, from the glory of the world from to the Hashem glory has, to the glory of the commandments has, uh, to the glory of the from the glory of the world to the glory of the commandments and that brings um, uh, humility and excitement to keep the commandments so a final wish for david's ability or the author's ability to continue keeping the commandments because if you're so inspired by them you want to keep them and the closing pasuk is a wish that whatever tefillah i say Please let it be accepted before you so that I could be successful in keeping those commandments, okay? Um, or in other words, don't let my sins, which he mentioned, the yes. sins that are hidden, don't let them block my tefillah from coming before you. Whatever comes out of my mouth, let it be desirable for you. Now, what is the secret I wanted to point out to you? Anybody have a sidur here? Yes. You want to give me a sidur? What was the organization of the Mizmor again? What was the order of things in the Mizmor? First, uh Acknowledgement of the greatness that Hashem has created in the, the creation, world. and then what happened after that? And then the creation, and then the appreciation of the Torah. Correct. Now I want you to see something that the Chachamim did in the Brachot. Look at the first Brachot of Kriyat Shema. This is page eighty-two of the uh, the Gracie Doer that we use. Baruch Atah Hashem Elokim Macham Yotzer Or Uvarechoshek, the one who creates the light and creates darkness. He makes peace, he creates everything. He brings light to the land. Sound familiar? Uh, every day, he makes his goodness shown again. Okay. How great are your creations, Hashem. Now look at the next, next one. You love us, Hashem. You've, you've cared for us. And look, and we're... Um, here Make our eyes light with your Torah Which was the same exact 
thing we had in our mizmor. Yes. Right. That the the uh, the Torah's the Torah is meirat enayim. It makes the light bright. Okay. So and please make our heart focused on to love and to fear your, your name. We should not stumble, like he said, I don't want to stumble because of the, the wicked people. Help us not to stumble. Us. So what's going on here? The the, the, rule, the rule of the way the Chachamim built the, the Brachot on, of the Kriyat Shema, based on, they based it on the order of this Mizmo. How it begins with the glory of God's creation, and then it goes to the glory of the Torah. Okay, you see it more, even more, honestly, in the Arvit. You see it even clearer. Let me show you the Arvit one. Is all This is the Arvit. He organizes the stars, and I look at the second one, right before the Arvit. Let us be joyful in the words of your Torah. These are our life and the length of our days. So as the Gemara Barachot says. The order of the Brikot Kirat Shema is based on Mizmor Yudtet of the Tehillim. Okay, that's uh, where the Chachamim got the order of the Brikot Kirat Shema. And the last thing I want to point out to you is a philosophical point that we learned from this Mizmor. Is that there are two ways to get appreciation for God. God wrote two books. I, th- I thought he wrote one book. He wrote the Torah, right? No, he wrote a second book. And that book was the world. Both of them are his, the work of God's hands. He wrote both of them, or he cre- authored uh, both of them. Nice he's the author of the creation, and he's the author of the Torah. And for that reason, if you want inspiration, you could look in one of two places, in his world or in his Torah. But you will get that inspiration all, you know, just the same from e- either of them, because they are both the work of God's hands. The final thing to point out is that if the Torah is authored by God, and the world is authored by God, that means that the laws of reality that are built into the world into the system. Are, are, the wor- are the laws of the Torah that are built in. Meaning, if you want to live a good life, if you want to succeed in to the world, them, you, have to, put them you have to take both of these things and put them together. <laughs> because the Torah is a commentary on the nature of the world. And the Torah describes proper living that allows you to fit within the rules that God put into the physical world. If you don't live by the rules of the Torah, you cannot live in the you're physical. not going to succeed in living in the physical world because they are written as commentaries on one another. The Torah is a commentary for the, on God's first work, which is the creation of the world. So very, very often we see... In Kamach and Torah, I don't know if that's the, the classic Bidush. I think that's more in, in reference to Panasah. No, so I'll tell you, I'll tell you where you see proof of this. If you look in societies that completely let go of the Torah, look at, look at Hollywood culture. Are people in Hollywood culture living well? Are they living a good humanity? Are they, are they happy? No. Are they living lives that fit within the nature of the world? Are they having kids? Is their lifestyle sustainable? No. Will they be able to, to, to create a society that lives on through their behaviors? No. The society that deviate from the Torah they, and they stop living by the rules that God placed for the actual they are world. On a lie. They're living on a lie. They live on a lie and ultimately they can't succeed. Now they're getting because the only one, Because the only reason, the only way you can strive, you can, you can succeed and thrive on 
the natural world that God created is by using the commentary that he gave on the natural world, which is the Torah. Okay, that's uh, the philosophical message from the Ismail. Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen. Amen. Amen.